Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. Uh, so we are done with our sale, our big end of year holidays sale. That is correct. We're not done as far as getting all the orders out there. Uh, as we try to let people know up front, it does take a while to get through this volume of orders. We also ran into an issue in that we started to run out of some of the cards, uh, and we had to order more cards from our cards printer. Some of them have gone AWOL. Yes, uh, but we're working on that and tracking it down and getting it situated so that our printer can get them all sent out. Now, he's printed a bunch of them. He has everything he needs to send the orders out except for the cards. So once he gets the cards, he should be able to just uh, get them out relatively quickly. There's still a lot of orders, though, to get through. I believe the intention still is to try to get them all shipped out in time to arrive for Christmas. But again, we cannot guarantee that. We try to say that up front. Most of the domestic should be. Canada probably should be. Depends on Canada mail. We can't really speak for the rest of the planet. planet. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's up there. The thing is, USPS is pretty darn good at getting it out. But once it drops into the country, that's when things go awry. So that could take a while. Uh, so if you go to hollandspiel.com right now, you will notice that some of our products aren't just being out of stock. Those are products where we're waiting on the cards or have just gotten the cards and are waiting for the holiday orders to be fulfilled. We kind of want to make sure all of those get out the door and we reconcile our inventory, see exactly how much we have on hand before we start taking orders for those games again. Just right now, we're kind of put a stop on it so we can concentrate on getting those holiday orders out and not adding more on top of that until after we've, uh, you know, sat down with Blue Panther and figured out the inventory situation. Um, Boy, your hand's cold. My hand is cold? Your hand is cold. My feet are cold, too. See, I can't quite feel my feet right now. Well, you're the one without socks on. Hard to have socks. Well, the problem is, is that my back hurts, so it's hard to put socks on. Yeah, Tom hurt his back again. I, I did hurt my back. It's yeah. I I'm not sure what I did to it exactly. My back acts up frequently. Ever since I you fell off, off that roof. garage, yeah. yeah, any little thing will set it off, and then I'll have a few days where I can barely move. Have trouble getting up and down. You fell off the roof. You slipped on the ice. Uh huh. Hit your head. I was in the back of the house. And I heard the your head hitting the, the ice out front. And a tree fall on me. Multiple trees. Yeah, you had a couple of sticks fall on you. <laughs> there, were, there were trees. Uh, and then I had the car accident. Yep. And and that was all in a, what, like a year, year and a half? Yeah, it's basically about a year and a half or so. You just had a lot of injuries to your back over that period of time. I used to be invulnerable. Yes. I was, fell off the roof before. Really weird. fell off the roof before and I was fine. Uh, I've never broken a limb there was this woman ran over my foot twice with a car. And yeah, and I know this guy who jumped <laughs> out of the car and literally put his foot under the tire. But my, my foot was fine, is the point. But then after I fell off that roof... Mm. Yeah, of course you've fallen. You used to fall down the stairs. You fell off the ladder two or three times. I'm not very well and, coordinated. No, and you're pigeon-toed on top of it. <laughs> We're not getting into that again. Someday you will learn. Am I pigeon toed or yeah, you're am I toed. am I dinosaur toed? Uh, no, you're not dinosaur toed. Are you sure? Yeah, I have pretty big feet. Once I'm allowed to have a dinosaur, you will see that you are pigeon toed and not okay. dinosaur toed. You're, you're not having a dinosaur. That's that's not happening. But you will have dinosaur table battles. Yeah, first of many games <laughs> we'll, with dinosaurs. We'll we'll see the about first that. of many games with dinosaurs. Yep, first of many games with dinosaurs. You know, actually, I was very gonna... excited. 
I was going to ask you, Mary, um, like a serious question, for which I would like a a serious non-dinosaur answer. We'll, we'll see if we can manage this. So you are great at telling what games to do. Uh, dinosaur Table Battles, obviously, is going to be the, the most important game in either history or prehistory. You made sure I did supply lines for us. You made sure that I did Forex. Made sure I did a train game for us, which is Sioux Line. I'm doing another train game for next year, which is called Dual Gauge. Maybe we'll talk about that in, in a better not. I don't know. Give me another project to do. Not dinosaurs. Archaeopteryx Table Battles? Okay. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm not. But um, I'm just saying, okay. Yeah, I'm also the person that uh, told you to you know, keep going with table battles and keep, keep going with Westphalia. And, mm-hmm. you know, these, these games sounded good to me, and I kept after you. So here's the thing. I ask you for your input quite a bit on these things. Uh, I, talk, I talk over the things with you. Probably talk too much. You always are able to cut through whatever situation I'm having and find the thing that makes it work. You really, you've done that, not just with the games, but with everything. Our whole life together. I, I made things too complicated. And then you cut it down and make it simple. I think we've told the story before. But on the very first film shoot that you were on, you were, you were visiting while I was filming this dialogue scene on a couch. I went to do this shot from like a a profile view and there was a pillow like a throw pillow on the couch that was in the way and I kept trying to frame shot around it like moving the tripod up and down and couldn't quite and you just you got fed up with it and just very quietly you stood up walked over grabbed the pillow didn't ask just grabbed the pillow and then walked back and sat down with it and then you know I actually framed the shot and shot the thing and I'm the kind of person who's trying to find a way to get around this pillow, around this this obstacle that didn't need to be there. And you said, no, I'm just taking that out. You know, we had that with, with Folia, where it was a seven-player game, and I was trying to make it work for seven players. And there was problems I was having, and, and problems with certain roles for the, for the players. And then you were like, make six. And that fixed it. What else are we talking about? Um, well, since we mentioned Dual Gauge, I guess I'll talk a little bit about Dual Gauge, which is... Which has dinosaurs. It does not have dinosaurs. Dinosaurs on trains. It, it does not. Yes. Uh, it's a... Dinosaur engineer, a dinosaur conductor. This is a BYOD game where you bring your own dinosaurs. Because uh, in, in the game as published, there will not be... I'm sorry, Mary. There will not be any dinosaurs. No! You promised dinosaurs. I did not. I did not. Uh, In any way, shape, or form. I am heartbroken now. (laughs) I seem to do that a lot to you. Dual Gauge is a train game, which we have planned for the end of next year. It's kind of going to fill our multiplayer prestige slot. It is a multi-map game. So every time you play, you can play on a different map, which will have uh, different special rules adapting the kind of overall system for a unique experience. Base game right now, the plan is to have two maps. This game has track tiles, which are placed through hex sides, connecting two hexes. And there are two gauges of track, hence the title dual gauge. 
we have a standard gauge and a narrow gauge. I'm not going to get too into the weeds with it, but the standard gauge uh, runs a bit more efficiently, but is more expensive. The narrow gauge runs more inefficiently, but is less expensive. It's a shared dilution game that's important to people, uh, and it has kind of an interesting uh, three-dimensional stock market. And some of the things you do in the game, you pay for with cash from the company. And then some of the things you pay for by reducing the stock value of the company. And sometimes this involves moving the marker an entire row of this three-dimensional stock market. Or two-dimensional stock market. Not three. I didn't say it was yeah. three. You're well, the one I saying it's three. I'm sorry. We're not we're not getting that 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 complicated. No, it's a two dimensional stock market. Yep, yeah, I just let you talk. <laughs> you just let me <laughs> talk. Yeah. You know, like, like to okay. talk. Four fourth dimensional stock market. Uh, well, let's go to fifth dimensional. There's also time involved. Twentieth dimensional. Twentieth dimensional? Does that anyway, uh No, let's go to fifth dimension because then we'll get songs with it. Why will we get songs with it? Fifth dimension? The fifth dimension? What is the, the... group? There's a group the called Fifth Dimension. There's a group called the Fifth Dimension. Yes, you should have heard. Well, they're from the '60s and early '70s. Are well, they? I mean, they might still be around. Um, so I, I shouldn't say they're from them, but that would have been when their big hits were. Are they as good as Supertramp? Well, it's not hard to be better than Supertramp. <laughs> no, Supertramp's okay. Supertramp is great. Supertramp is... Supertramp is okay. The, okay. I do enjoy Supertramp. But, no, they're not the greatest band ever. I didn't say Just that. Just like Hudson Hawk is not no, the greatest I, movie ever. You will not let me live that down. Oh. Oh Look, we, we used to have arguments okay. about this. In my defense. He would, he would go on and on about how Hudson Hawk was the greatest movie ever. In my defense... A lot of people in their early 20s have very dumb opinions and are very adamant about them. I was no exception. I'm a, I'm a lot older and a little wiser now. I don't think I should be held to those opinions. You still think Supertramp is the greatest band ever? I think Supertramp is a, is a great band. I think they have a lot of... I don't know music words. They have a lot of different sounds. They have... A lot of different ways they experiment with their sound in a still broadly appealing commercial pop style. It's not like King Crimson where they're aggressively experimental. Yeah, they're way out there. You know, so this is still like within the range of can play on the radio and not feel like what is this? You know, it's, it's not uh, Captain Beefheart. It's but it's still that prog rock. Uh, and I, I know what prog rock is, but every time I hear you say prog rock, I think of Czechoslovakia, which is no longer a country. It's now two different countries, but I always think, oh, wow, Czechoslovakia. No, no, it's not Czechoslovakia. It's progressive. I mean, I think Supertramp is a much better band than, say, uh, Journey. Journey when? Journey all the time or Journey? Journey in, in, in the, the 70s? 70s. Yeah. Okay. I still have bad opinions about music because I'm not as knowledgeable as you are. I don't even know about this fifth dimension. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's... 
Now I know why I forgot. I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan, no. Uh, <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind seeing Super... If Super Tramp is still around, I don't know if it's still around or not, but I wouldn't mind seeing Super Tramp, like, in a concert. I would enjoy it. And Amos. <laughs> okay, I don't think... So the first time Aaron and I went to a concert, this was our one-year wedding anniversary. You put up with me for an entire year, and I took you to see Air Supply... Uh, at the Andiamo showroom in Warren, Michigan, uh, which is not a huge venue by any stretch of the imagination. The most uncomfortable chairs. My back was killing me by the time they actually came out. Yeah, it was about, they are about an hour late. Oh, they were more than that. Okay. They were over an hour and a half late coming out. Once they came out, they were okay, but the chairs were oh, still yeah. very uncomfortable. And there was one song where... They came out with guitars and were serenading couples who started dancing. And you were too shy to dance with me, so we didn't dance, but that was nice. I can't imagine Super Tramp playing that small venue, you know, with, what, a hundred chairs maybe? But, um... No, there were more than that. How many chairs? Are you talking about Andiamo? Yeah. Oh, there were two or three hundred. Okay, that's still smaller oh, than I think Oh, that's tiny. Though. Yeah. Compared to what they're used to. Yeah, I don't think they've done any, like, real rock bands there. Like, they'll do, like, The Four Tops or Air Supply. Apparently, they're really big in... Um, Asia. In Asia, and they yeah. play these, these huge stadiums and that. So, I, I would assume they'd rather do that. And that was one of the only two concerts we've been to. Yeah, the other one was Journey. The other one was Journey. <laughs> and you got, you got free tickets, and we sat outside, and they were fine. I would have been more excited for Super Tramp. I'm not going to lie. I would have been really excited for Super Tramp, but I was fine going to see Journey with you. For free, especially. I'm yeah, not going to complain. Yeah. Dinosaurs, everybody. But not as conductors. Yes, as conductors and engineers. No. Yes. 